Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of From Drago to JD. This week is a little different. My dear friend PJ will be interviewing me on my journey to graduating. Hi everyone, my name is PJ. I feel so honored to be here interviewing Adesua and just chatting through her graduation journey. Cool, so let's get into it. Um, so Adesua, you've been so busy interviewing everyone. We haven't gotten a chance to know you. So I'm curious, like, do you just have like a few sentences that you want to share as like an intro about like who you are, like where you are in your life right now? Yeah, for sure. So um, if you don't know, my name is today Sol Sinequade. I am 24 from Dallas, Texas. Um, I recently graduated from the University of North Texas, and I'm currently doing an internship with the U.S. the U.S. House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., I'm working under Representative Marilyn Strickland of Tacoma, Washington, District 10, and I'll be here until the end of July. Wow, amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. That's such important work. Um, I'm curious how you got into sort of the making of a podcast or what led you to start this podcast and why did you choose dropping out to JD and just like how was your life informed that right okay so the idea came to me during a project that I had for a journalism class that I took in the fall it was an entrepreneurship type of journalism course and my final project was to create a product um, and this is the product I created. So I already had a business plan like laid out for all of it. Um, so when I was, so when the idea came back to me to actually initiate and start the podcast, I like just looked at what I had already whipped up and it was, I guess, enough to do it since I have mm-hmm. I've done it. <laughs> hey, that's so cool. I actually didn't know that. It was um, sort of already in the works through a, a class. Um, so do you feel like you've gained knowledge from the podcast or like what has it given you absolutely um first and foremost um every single person i interview i always learn something from them that's something i expected before starting but it's been like a great gift that i've received from this project um and Secondly, another thing that I've received is great connections. Like so many people have reached out afterwards being like, hey, if you want me to review your personal statement, I'm here for you. Or, hey, if you want to like moan and bitch about the LSAT, hit me up. I've even gotten, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to explain. Uh, I guess you could call them uh, like a, a guide or a coach, like a law school admissions coach from this situation who I meet with weekly to go over my personal statement and things of that nature. So yeah, this is, yeah, I've received a lot from this project. Cool. So what I'm curious about your own sort of journey to graduation. You mentioned you just graduated. Congratulations again. So exciting. Um, But yeah, what, what did that look like and sort of what were the steps or was it linear? How, like, was it circular? Was it none of the above? What was that like? Oh my God, definitely none of the above. I mean, <laughs> if, 
full circle, I guess, in a way, but basically how it happened is that, so in 2016, I graduated from high school, and then in that fall, I enrolled at Rutgers University, New Brunswick campus in New Jersey, and I was there for two years, um, enjoyed my time, maybe a little too much, and um, ended up leaving due to personal situations, situation stuff, as I say, and um, after that happened, I had to, I basically lived on my own. Um, so I had to work multiple jobs to, I mean, stay afloat basically. Um, but after working so many hours a week, like I was working like five, 50 to 60 hours working two jobs. It was too much for me. Like it was like wearing on my body. I was burning out. I was depressed. It was just a lot. So Growing up, my dad was always big on education and that that's like the key to success and that's what's going to create opportunities for you. So believing that I was like it naturally came to my idea, it came to me to go back to school, basically. So I enrolled in a nearby community college. I started taking classes there, didn't make the best grades, but at that point, C's got degrees and I was working two jobs. Um, it wasn't until the pandemic hit, um, it, once the pandemic hit, I moved, I got caught in Texas visiting my family because mm -hmm. the airports had shut down temporarily. So I wasn't able to move, like go back to my home mm -hmm. in New, New Jersey. So um, once that happened, I finished the semester, transferred to another local community college and then got my associate's degree in a year. And then I was able to enroll and the University of North Texas um, BAAS program, which is online. And honestly, if you're listening to this, I highly recommend researching um, the University of North Texas BAAS degree. It's um, significantly cheaper than most degrees out there. Do it online, it's asynchronous. So if you work full time, it's great for that. Highly recommend it. Um, but so that's what I did while working. Um, and I just, graduated this past May um, with concentrations in media innovation and social wellness and community. Oh, cool. So why law? Or like, what about law draws you in? Because um, there are obviously so many different sort of careers to pursue and you are so talented in so many things. I'm curious, what about law? makes you like really passionate and excited uh, this is the golden question of the day i guess because i've been working my personal statements and a big part of a personal statement is to basically answer why law and why law school now um uh but honestly when i was younger um i remember seeing the deaths of trayvon martin and eric garner and the George Zimmerman trials and just how unfair the whole situation was. Um, and at first I was very like emboldened and like impassioned by like the situation, but then quickly, like very quickly, I got very jaded because it just kept happening over and over and over again. And that no change was coming from it. It seemed like no one cared. Um, and when I was at Rutgers, I was a part of this student, um, union called USAS, United Students Against Sweatshops. And I would do a lot of protest work with them. Um, we would hang banners, um, do phone banking, um, have protests. And when I was a part of it in 2017, 
um, we actually got the president of Rutgers, President Barchi, to raise the minimum wage from $8.44 to $15 over the span of like five years or something like that. Um, initially, it was from $8.44 to $11. Um, and I, in case you don't know, like universities, especially state universities, have a great impact on their surrounding environments. They're like, a, yeah, basically that's the case. So once Rutgers did that, everyone around Rutgers began to raise their minimum wage to $11. And that like, to me was very powerful because that literally changed thousands of lives. Um, and I thought, wow, like there is something out there that can actually create impact and create change. What else is out there that can do the same? Like, yeah, basically. So I thought law school was a great option for that. Um, it's not like being a civil rights lawyer is basically what I want to do. Um, I don't know how long that dream is going to last once I see that paycheck. But I, like right now, that's basically what I want to do is be a civil rights lawyer. I had forgotten about that um, minimum wage thing. And I remember you mentioning it when you were in college. Um, yeah, that's so incredible. I'm curious about the jadedness because I feel like that's so common in social work in general or just like being passionate about social justice can often lead to like burnout or like just jadedness, like you said. So what sort of things do you do to restart that fire or like take that ember of passion and make it into a fire? <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, honestly, um, I'm still jaded, but I'm also like committed. I think something that I've learned, especially working in so many jobs is that once that passion like of starting a new job and like wanting to impress your boss and that honeymoon phase fades away, all you have left is discipline and just like, just discipline, like to show up on time and to do your job right and to take care of your responsibilities. So for me in this law school sphere, that looks like me committing to going to law school. Like right now, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I know that once I get past the finish line and, you know, past the bar exam and, be able to practice I can do real good work and I know myself like I'm very passionate and like I'm a hard worker and once like you can't tell me no <laughs> so once I'm in the position to help people there's like no way I'm, I won't create change is how I view it I just need to get there but I'm still jaded right now yeah for sure do you see opportunities to change people's lives or affect change in the position you're in now or do you feel like it would require you like having a full law degree to be able to sort of achieve that honestly after leaving school and working so many hours so many jobs and like it's still not being a living wage and that whole situation was very traumatizing for me and as a result I feel like I'm overcompensating by needing like as like a severe amount of stability mm. so I definitely feel like I could do change right now I think it would take some time because at least right now my experience in congress is that you start off as an intern or wherever you start off start out as and then you put in the years and the years equate to experience and that experience helps you get a better paying job and I would do that um but there's like not 
there's not as much stability in that as there is with being an attorney. Um, and I'm really committed to like having a degree that I could use anywhere for anything. Yeah, I feel that it's, um, yeah, living in capitalism is weird and it requires so much energy and money. Um, so yeah, I feel like that is such a struggle and relate to feeling like I need um, a degree that's seen as valuable by society in order to like have a living wage. Um, so what would you say was your biggest challenge or is your biggest challenge currently sort of throughout the journey of both getting to graduation, but also maybe in the future, like getting into law school or finishing law school, like what are the challenges there and how have you been dealing with them? Um, the challenges right now is doing, my first thought when you said that was like loans, like law school is like what, $90,000 a year, depending on where you go. Um, and I mean, even like that number in my head right now has like, just like, that's all I'm seeing right now. Um, is it worth it? Like, that's what I'm really struggling with. But also I think more in the now is studying for the LSAT. Um, I'm trying to get LSAT accommodations because your girl got ADHD. Um, it's really difficult for me to focus. Um, and I can't take medication because it doesn't work for me. So my best case scenario would be getting accommodations. If not, I mean, if there's a will, there's a way and I'll find a way to make it work, but that's proving to be the biggest challenge. And then also studying for it, like uh, people don't really, people just, uh, that's the thing that really frustrates me. They, they tell you what to do, but then like the reality of it is like, okay, so you want me to study for this exam, but I just worked eight hours today. I'm tired. I don't have the mental capacity to do it. How am I supposed to like, properly study for this? So like I've interviewed people in the past on this podcast who have literally quit their jobs to study for this test full time. And by doing so, they were able to like change their grade. I mean, this is Jessica's story. She went from a 144 to a 175, which is damn near perfect score. So I think I'm gonna take her approach with it and just after this internship, go part-time so that I can really focus on this because um, I don't have the best grades from Rutgers when I left um, and doing well in the LSAT would be my, like the, what would help me get into a really nice school, which is what I'm aiming for. But real quick, I'm curious, I wanna go back to that last question. You actually are someone who has found a way to like help people without having like a fancy schmancy graduate degree. How did you go about doing that? And like, do you have any advice for people? Yeah, I feel, so as for context, I don't know if I fully introduced myself, but my name is PJ. I use they, them pronouns. I'm also 24. Um, I'm currently in Anchorage, Alaska on Denina land, unseated. Um, yeah, and I'm, I came up here to do AmeriCorps year of service. Um, and I'm currently working at a nonprofit that 
serves folks who are experiencing houselessness, specifically youth ages 18 to 24. Um, and I think, I mean, I definitely relied on privilege though to get here, to be in a place where I don't have a degree and I am still able to serve people required privilege and my reliance on that. So like having um, parents who were supportive of my ambitions and like helped me find healthcare or like helped me find apartments that were in my budget. Like, I just feel like I've had a lot of support and they were able to support me because of their privilege. Like they work, they work like 40 hours a week. So they have time after their day to like talk me through different things. Um, and they always offer financial support if like worst case scenario, like I could always go home. Like I could always be somewhere. So yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge all those sort of privileges. But I think honestly, like when I think about helping people or supporting people or just being present with people, it's not even about the job. It's just about being present with someone and like listening to them and making them feel like they're important and valuable as a human being and which is so often not how you feel when you live in like a racialized capitalistic place as Adrienne Marie Brown says um so yeah I don't know I think for me like because yeah I said I feel jaded all the time too and I think the way that I feel not jaded is when I'm being present in the moment and connecting with someone as like two humans who are just happen to be on the earth together at the same time and like are caught in this crazy cycle of consumerism and just all these sort of layers of of the world that we live in um but yeah it's definitely tough but I know there are nonprofits that like do emphasize people without uh, degrees, like that they value the, and see those people have knowledge and experience that is equally as important, if not more important than someone who just like studies social work, which is obviously important too, but like there's lived experience that's very valuable to organizations um, that I know certain nonprofits and organizations in general do value. So that's my long-winded answer. Wow, that's awesome. That's and what's in so if someone wanted to go down your path, like what should they research to do that similar type of work? Yeah, so AmeriCorps has lots of opportunities um, for service throughout the country. And you can just like search americorps.com. It's America. It's spelled like corpse, which always confused me, but it's core, I guess. So it's Amer, A-M-E-R. I'm terrible at spelling. It's <laughs> Amera and then C-O-R-P-S, americorps.com or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, you can just search like places in wherever you want to serve. Um, 
and they give you a stipend, like a monthly stipend. And then after that, just like looking into nonprofits that do the work that you're interested in, um, direct service or resource navigation or um, even like sustainable agriculture opportunities, lots of cool things there. Okay, work. That's lit. Yeah. Okay, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any advice for people who may be in a similar position as you? Sort of like the question you asked me, like how do people navigate these systems while maintaining their mental health and in general, well, happy, well-being, joy, whatever. How do they hold that while also engaging in these really difficult and hard to navigate systems of trying to go to law? Right. So I'm very big on knowing your resources. Um, like I, I view life as like collecting tools for your tool belt and like using the tools to get through this journey. So for example, when I was living in New Jersey and working so much, I had a very difficult time being able to pay for food. So I would go to, I think it's called a food kitchen or like um, those, like a, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like the, the programs that would give you food for like uh, like lower price, like people, yeah. like low income people. So that was yeah. what I did. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then I also would reach out to um, previous uh, academic advisors for assistance. Um, if there was someone I knew who was going to, like when I was trying to go to Middlesex uh, Community College, I would reach out to people who went there and said, hey, like, where is it located? Or like, how should I go about uh, like enlisting, like asking for support? Just don't be shy to ask for help. Like that's how you get through difficult situations. If you don't have to go through it alone, don't do it alone like rely on your community if possible are there specifically any resources you know of for loans or scholarships that you found particularly valuable or is that something you're actively looking for that maybe if people listening know of could Ooh. reference work um I know a lot about opportunities, like in terms of like internships and like scholarships in terms of like, um, like I can make a resource and uh, I'll like link it to the Spotify and YouTube uh, descriptions. Cause that's a good point. I do have a lot. I can't think of all of them at the top of my head but I would love to share what I have with the peoples. Cool. Um, this is sort of not on a similar vein, but I'm curious. I remember hearing in one podcast, you're talking about big, like the difference between big law and smaller law firms and also what kind of college or law school you'd need to go to, to get into big law versus mm -hmm. sort of starting your own practice or working for a smaller practice. Do you have any updates on where you're at with what you want? in that sense um actually this is this kind of does tie into what i was just saying because there's this program that i was looking into that will pay for 
um, all three years of your law school, if you commit to going to civil rights, um, like uh, civil rights, the subject of civil rights. Um, and I wanna apply for that so that I can do that. Um, and then that will kind of take away from what kind of law firms I would be working at if I don't get it. Um, I don't know how, basically I'm torn between getting to like the best school I can go to and then, or going to a school that will pay me to go to school. And I could do either route, I feel like fairly confidently. I just need to figure out if it's worth the loans. Cause if I take loans then I'm doing big law period point blank. There's no way that I'm just gonna take that like debt. Um, if I don't, then I've worked at smaller firms, not too crazy about it, um, but would be able to do it if need be. Would you ever wanna start your own practice? Oh yeah, I mean, my, sis my sister, I have a sister named Oria. She's actually went to Duke Law, so I have this sweatshirt and um, she wants to open up her own law firm to help uh, black women start their own businesses and like be um, well-versed in that process, like the legal aspect of it so they don't get in trouble with the legalities of everything. And I don't know how that happened, but like, I'm very similar. Like I wanted mm -hmm. to learn about small businesses so that I can also help with that. So if I do do that, I would want to go into like a, like a little Wilson Iguade situation with her and do that maybe. Um, but um, I don't know if that'll work out. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, how about regrets or thoughts on reflections maybe on um your journey yeah i was actually just thinking about regrets earlier this week um i feel like regrets is a sign that you've grown as a person like i don't think regrets is a bad thing um because looking back on some of my decisions i would not make the decisions now even though I know for a fact in the moment I made, I did my best. So, um, yeah, I don't have any real regrets, but I obviously there are things that I would do differently now. I guess that's my answer. Do you feel like you have been able to or like when you say you do things differently now do you feel like those things have been integrated into your being already like do you see them playing out in your current life and what does that look like yeah honestly it's very interesting because there are some personality aspects of me that make going to school kind of challenging I very much like march to the beat of my own drum and that can be difficult when taking school seriously. And I hate to admit that, but that's just me being real. Um, it's hard to prioritize certain things when I wanna prioritize my health. Like I say this all the time, but it's really crazy to me that it took a global pandemic to take people being sick at work seriously where before people would just like fight through it and like be sick and like have a fever working now if there's a single sign that you're like if people cough they're like are you good so if i'm having a bad mental health day or i'm not feeling my best i'm going to prioritize my health over school um which 
like which has gotten me in trouble at times um not too bad like I I after um once I started paying for my schooling I got way better grades so I think that also is something that I've seen integrate into my life like the value of money and like the value of an education because I'm a, a, uh, I'm paying for it but so like both yeah like I feel like there's balance um but I definitely have integrated a lot of things into my life Beautiful. I feel like in integration of things that you've learned or when a person has learned is feels so rewarding because it's like it it feels more meaningful that you went through an experience that was hard. It doesn't just it's not it's not just a hard experience anymore. It's like something that you have taken and grown from and become more integrated because of. Um so maybe one of my last questions is where do you see this podcast going in the future if it is going anywhere and or what other creative projects can people follow of yours or how can people connect with you in the future what does that look like okay what a great question I did not tell them to say that by the way um (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I have a couple of people that I still want to interview even though this is a season finale um and if I'm able to interview these people then there'll be bonus episodes if I get enough to where I can create another season by all means I'll definitely do that for the people um but I definitely will continue to do you know from dropout to JD you know I just graduated I'm still in the law school admissions process so maybe I'll do a vlog or two you know show you around town (laughs) um I really want to document this process because it's difficult and I feel like people seeing the real and raw gritty aspects of it would be very helpful so uh subscribe to my YouTube channel. That's something you can do. Um, You'll get um, some cool updates there. Um, It's simply youtube.com backslash from dropout to JD. Can't believe I'm a YouTuber. It's crazy. And yeah, I'll definitely be sure to post the resources um, on my Spotify and on the YouTube. So look out for that as well. But other than that, that's, I mean, a couple more interviews, but that's really it. Cool. Well, I feel like I've learned so much. I'm not trying to go to law school, but I've learned so much about this through your podcast. So thank you for sharing your beautiful light with the world. And um, yeah, you're amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. person. So yeah, I feel so honored to be able to chat with you and just be your friend and get to know you in this lifetime well thank you so much for doing this pj i really appreciate you hosting my podcast you did a great job until next time guys bye